0: Hi, Pat, the podcast editor here. How can you possibly predict the
1: future of your company? Well, today, Dan and Lloyd take us through their five steps on how to predict the revenue of your company, regardless of the size. If you run a business or you're in marketing and you don't currently have a predictable way of knowing the revenue that's coming into the business, these steps that we're going to share are going to be incredibly valuable to you, as they have been for us. Now, as if five steps wasn't enough, You'll also hear about actions that you can take to ensure that your business adapts appropriately to its projected future.
0: Once you get to this value of understanding how much an unconverted lead is worth to your business, you know if that phone rings, on average that phone call is worth £300.
1: So how can these five simple steps help you predict the future? Stay tuned to find out. Right, let's get the show on the road. This is episode 91 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a
0: couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors Podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long.
1: What is predictable revenue and why is generating it so important for business owners, Lloyd? Because I think we basically have a superpower in this
0: business now of accurately knowing what our future income to the business is. And that just gives you so much freedom to make the best decisions for your business.
1: It didn't used to be like this, though, did it? No,
0: we didn't know how much money was coming in tomorrow. (laughs) No. Yeah, 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 we've definitely come a long way with it. And it's majorly helped our business in the last few years. So I guess we have gone from the point of having no idea what money will be coming in the future, whether it's going to be good or bad, to... Having this process of being, and I think a process that almost any business can have Hmm. uh, to accurately predict our future income.
1: I remember it almost being a complete shock that some months we'd get to the month and just be like, oh, what are we doing this month? How are we paying the bills? And just it all being a big surprise. Yeah. And we kind of just used to do things as and when oh someone wants a bit of work done we'll do it whereas now we've got a very systemized approach that gives us warning signs three four months in advance to know if we're not doing the right things hitting the right numbers to be having a sustainable uh, business Mm. to make this work
0: if you think like if you follow the steps that we're going to go through so that you can do this too being able to accurately predict the income uh, that you're going to have in the future means you can make decisions like oh, okay, well, I need to start recruiting people because I need more staff in three months' time. Or or the other way, obviously negative, but, oh, if I don't change something, I can't pay all the bills in three months' time because I can see that the income's going to drop, so we need to work this out or we need to get rid of people or, you know, whatever needs to happen. So it can really be a lifesaver. Also, for investing in your business, it's like... Um, you know, if you know that your income is going to be higher and you're going to have spare cash in the business in future months, you can go, oh, actually, well, we were talking about getting a new van and that's going to be a great investment for the business and mean we can deliver our products 20% more efficiently. Or, you know, for us with the, the, the studio that we've built for the podcast at the point where we predicted, oh, we can see that our income, we're going to have the spare cash and we invested in this kind of unit down here, about 20,000 pounds in various things to improve our business. And we couldn't have done that or we would have had to take massive risks doing that if we didn't know what our income would be in the future.
1: I don't just think it's the decision-making benefits like you've said though. For me, whose uh, responsibilities are the sales and marketing for our business, I think it also dramatically reduces stress (laughs) <laughs> ah, because yeah, nice. uh the stress i used to get when we get to a month and lloyd would be like what so what's going on with sales and i would be like ah! and like didn't really know what was going on we couldn't you know we didn't have enough to do what we needed to do now it's so far in advance that we the stress levels you know may we increase slightly because we mm. know right something needs to change because in three months time we're not going to be having what we need to have to We have
0: things in place now where every Friday, so once a week, forever, we have signs Well, what we will call lead indicators that we'll go into in a minute. And we can see like, oh, that's going to affect the business positively or negatively in three or four months' time. Um, And having that, like you're saying, reducing stress for everyone and knowing where we are and having the time to make decisions so you don't get in a stressed situation. It's like a superpower, like I said.
1: So if you run a business or you're in marketing and you don't currently have a predict- predictable way of knowing the revenue that's coming into the business, these steps that we're going to share are going to be incredibly valuable to you as they have been for us. So Dan, the steps that
0: give you this superpower, please tell the lovely business anchors
1: listeners. So there's five, five steps to ensure you're generating predictable revenue for your business. The first one, is all about setting goals. To understand if you're achieving the the revenue targets you need to achieve, you need to actually have the goals for that first of all. So have a think about what are your revenue goals each month to hit your revenue goal for the year and break that down. Most people will have this already, but if you haven't got any kind of goal, set that out. Mm. If If you don't have that
0: already, just work out a number that to break even our business needs this much, you know, and a goal that means will be earning a good amount will be this much and a stretched goal will be this much just so you can see where you are on the sliding scale and the absolute minimum you need to cover your your costs and survive.
1: Yeah, definitely. And once you have set that goal, step two is to set up some kind of process if you don't have it already to track the leads coming into your business. Now there's a really great tool we use called HubSpot. There's a free version, which everyone should give it a go. It's really, really good where you can, it's like a CRM system customer relationship management tool where whenever a lead comes in you can input that lead so that it's all tracked digitally and you've got all of that data there so you need some kind of way of tracking how many leads are coming and you may already have this if you've already been tracking this kind of data then that's Mm. great but if you haven't you need some data to make this work and this is relevant to businesses
0: of all sizes so whether you've got a, a sales team in a, in a massive office and there's 70 people selling for your business, or if you're someone who makes uh, model trains and you're one guy who just gets people... Um, phoning them like don't just think oh i don't get business leads i just get you know a few people ring the like they are your leads if someone if tommy's calling up going i'm thinking i might get you to produce another big big old steam train i don't know anything about model trains (laughs) um like they are that's what you'd be recording right tommy's called and said he might be interested in in the big old steam train
1: yeah exactly (laughs) something (laughs) like
0: that tommy loves his trains
1: so once you've so you've set your goals you've tracked Um, the leads coming to your business you probably need one to three months data to make this work but the more data you have the better so you've been tracking leads for a month or three months or a year you've got that data you know right every month i'm generating x amount of leads on average on average on average the next thing you need to do number three is work out the value of an unconverted lead And this will become apparent why this is important in a second. So the way you work out the value of an unconverted lead is to take the total revenue generated in that period of time. So let's say in your first quarter, you generated £3,000 in revenue. Take that number. Then divide that by the number of leads that have come in in that time period. Now, we know not all of them have converted, but it's the total revenue figure divided by the total number of leads. So let's try and make this simple. Let's say in the first quarter, you generated £3,000 and you've had 10 leads. Trying to keep these numbers simple so that I can do the math. Mm -hmm. You basically divide the total revenue by the number of leads. So 3,000 divided by 10. So you know an unconverted lead is worth 300 pounds. Does that make sense, Lloyd?
0: (laughs) Yes, it does. And so that depending on your business, uh, you may have a business where you have 1,000 leads and only two or three of them convert. Or you might have a business where like you have 10 leads and eight of them convert. But the same calculation will work. So no matter how many uh, customers you had to convert to get to that, it still works out. Yeah. And this is amazing. Well, so once you get to this value of understanding how much an unconverted lead is worth to your business, that means whether you're Tommy with his model trains, you know, if that phone rings... Uh, no, no, sorry. Tommy wasn't making the trains. Tommy was his <laughs> customer. But if you're Brian <laughs> and Tommy's calling you, when Tommy calls you, you know that That's on average, that phone call is worth £300. So if that phone's ringing five times this week from different people you know, 1500 On average, <laughs> that's going to be worth 1500. And it might be that one week that's worth a thousand and the next week it's worth it 2000 because, um, you know, you have good and bad weeks, but over time you'll know that it's at that level. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's just such a, such a, a magical moment when you get to that point because even it takes the stress away from oh i hope i convert these deals this week oh i need to sell stuff because if the signs are still showing oh i'm getting enough leads in i know that over time it's all going to work out because i know that's how much it it's worth it really reduces your stress and and you can know you're in a good position
1: and then what you can do step number 4 is work out how many unconverted leads do you need to achieve your sales targets so Let's say, as we were saying, an unconverted lead is worth £300. And let's just say your sales targets are £3,000 a month. You know, you need 10 unconverted leads to generate the £3,000 a month to hit your sales targets. Mm -hmm. So, if you're not generating 10 leads a month, you know, you're going to get behind with your sales targets. And that's what we call a lead indicator. So, that's something showing you, and we track this on a weekly basis in our weekly meetings. I have to report to the team how many leads have we generated this month, or sorry, this week, to see if we're on target Mm -hmm. for our weekly goal. And if we're not, then we can start Mm. to make changes to know. And the way that this allows us to predict the future, like I was saying, it's...
0: Because we know from when when the phone rings or we get a message through our website or a LinkedIn DM of that lead initially, we know that it usually takes three or four months until that has an effect on our bank account, basically, the money in the bank. By the time you've gone through the process of converting or not converting those leads, completing a project and then paying for it, we've got three or four months time to make changes and adapt if we need to. So if we've had one week where we know that we know we need 10 leads, is it a week or a month we need 10 leads, Dan? Uh, I can't remember the example. Okay, a yeah. month. All right. <laughs> in this, <laughs> this made-up example, we need 10 leads in a month. So that's two and a half a, a, week, a week or two roughly. a week, roughly. So if we've had a week where we've got no leads, we know, oh, hang on, in three or four months, if this continues, we'll we're going to have a real issue here. Yeah. Or... If we're if we're like hang on the last three weeks we've had five leads each week we know that's double what we need in three or four months we're likely to to be able to hit double our targets if we have the capacity to do so so Brian at that point goes hang on Brian's loving my that. lead indicators are showing I could have double the income in three or four months I need to hire Sandra to help me with these model trains and I know that now rather
1: than ten minutes before the sale comes in. And that is step five, which you've just explained. Sorry. Step five (laughs) is tracking this on a weekly basis and then making appropriate changes if needed to ensure you're going to hit those numbers in the future weeks. Um, And like you said, that could be, it could be making changes to your marketing strategy. It could be trying and tweaking different things. It could be making more calls, you know, trying to make those changes so that, you know, that you're going to hit the numbers you need to if you just sit there and look at the numbers and Mm. know that oh we're not achieving what we need to achieve and not doing anything Mm. nothing's going to change if you're in a bigger
0: business as well and you have the resource you may have things that you know can increase or increase leads if you need it so you may know that okay our um, google ppc campaign we know we have to pump about this much money into it to get this many leads and if if leads are looking low then you can have that conversation with your manager whoever the decision maker and say look we're looking pretty low if the team's going to have enough work to do in three months time we need to increase the leads let's increase our budget uh into the ppc campaign make sure that we fill that gap so we don't have a room of 30 people that are working at 50 percent capacity
1: And I think a really important thing to make this all work is having that process where you're checking the numbers on a regular basis. Like Lloyd mentioned, the way we do this is in our weekly meetings, our weekly team meetings. And we use a system from the Entrepreneurs Operating System where we've got a scorecard to great like rank everything we're doing and score everything we're doing. If you want more info on how you can do that, go and listen to episode 72 called How the Entrepreneur's Operating System is a Game Changer for Business. And in that episode, we break down how you can do that because that's a really important point to make this all work, yep. isn't it? If you think, whereas um
0: if we didn't have these things in place in our business we wouldn't kind of work out until two or three months down the line we have an issue now every single week we're on top of this and don't get me wrong if we have a week where we don't hit our targets we don't worry about it but if we see oh the last two weeks we haven't been those lead indicators are looking low or they're looking high that's when we start going okay there's a pattern here that we need to take some kind of action um so if if there's a pattern of two or three weeks where it's looking high, we start making plans in how we're going to have extra capacity to deliver more work in our business in the future. And if the lead indicators are looking low, we need to start looking at, how okay, how do we increase these results, uh, increase the numbers for the next few weeks to make up for it? Or obviously the, the negative side, but something that at least you'll have time to to take action with is okay we're not going to need as many resources in 2 or 3 months so actually we've got uh freelancers that we work with that we need to kind of say oh it looks like in July we're not going to have have m- as much work for you i think that's the important thing with this whole process if you don't take action in response to those yes. lead indicators it's, it's all pointless so mm. when you see that they're low or high and you see patterns you need to take action to get it where you need it to be
1: examples uh, of the kind of actions we take, for example, um, increasing the volume of your output of content. If we're seeing that we're we're not reaching as many people as we should be, and our numbers are down, you know, we produce more TikToks, we produce more content on LinkedIn. It obviously still needs to be good quality, um, but you know, we send more outreach videos as part of our LinkedIn outreach strategy. So, whatever your marketing is, you should understand what are the levers that you can pull to increase that what's happening or reduce mm-hmm. it to hit the, and the
0: more of those levers you can work out the the better control you have yeah. so it's like saying so you might have a flexible workforce where you can plan. right we can get more help we can get less help and that sort of thing or the other end uh those flexibilities on how many leads are coming in and changing that so you know just your workforce is going to be fine because we're just going to turn the tap on or turn it off or oh, we're using a lot of Levers or taps I've kind of mixing uh, up there. We'll I?
1: go for both. Yeah.
0: Turn the lever on next to the tap.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think fine. just my summary is I really think that if you implement this kind of process in your business, it will be a game changer as it has been for us. So don't make this one of those episodes where you listen to it like, oh, that sounded good. See you later. Actually take the steps that are needed. Um, and we've got a written version of this on our website, mm-hmm. noltonmarketing.co.uk. So go and read back. Read that if you want. Um. Even if your first step today is just working out
0: how much an unconverted lead is worth to your business, that's really, that's quite an exciting point where you're like, oh, okay, so every when time my phone, phone rings or someone contacts me, it's worth that much. Mm. It's quite exciting. Yeah. Or it could be worrying. It's, it's worth 50p and it only happens twice. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, this could be it'll terrible, be worthwhile. This will either make you panic because your business is terrible and it's failing or Excited because you know what you're doing and you can make the appropriate changes to achieve what you need to achieve. Good all round. I think this was a good episode. Good. Yeah. Good value adding stuff. If you've liked this, please do subscribe. Tell your friends about it. I will. No, not you. (laughs) You already do that. Oh, okay. (laughs) And we'll
0: see you in your ears next week. Yeah. Okay. See you in your ears. Nice.